0: Welcome to the Career Change Podcast, where you'll discover the frank and practical advice and resources that are already proven to work in the real world when it comes to changing careers or figuring out what business is right for you when you are a smart but likely also stuck overwhelmed or overthinking person in your mid-30s, your 40s, your mid-50s. I'm your host Ricky Hansen, a career change advisor, entrepreneur and former corporate HR professional with over 15 years experience of helping thousands of people just like you identify or create careers or businesses that are both meaningful and future-proof. Welcome home. Hey, it's Ricky here. Welcome to episode 15 of the Career Change Podcast. Let's talk about how to stop comparing and despairing on social media when you're past the age of 35. (laughs) We'll talk about two of my favorite career change subjects, two subjects that I feel really strongly about and have a lot to say about, (laughs) like many other ones too, but right today it's age and confidence. Now even though ageism is absolutely an issue, in certain industries and circles. That does never, ever, ever mean that it has to apply to you personally. There are so many things you can do actively yourself to avoid this. And also one of the first things you can do is just to check yourself to make sure you're not part of the problem. I come across a lot of otherwise very smart people who almost take for granted that their age is somehow going to be a showstopper for them when it comes to starting the right business or moving into a new career or new industry. Also, when it comes to confidence and making a career transition, it's often a lot about what you need to stop doing or what not to do as opposed to having to be a certain type, like confident type, entrepreneurial type. So just be aware that a lot of these things are not issues at all, and you can absolutely deal with them. But in this episode, I want to talk about both age and confidence, because there is one area where those two, they intersect, and where I've recently noticed a massive increase in the amount of people Over 35 who use both as an excuse or a reason why they can't change careers or why they can't start that business. And it's specifically this whole area of comparing and despairing when they go on social media. Yep, it's not just an issue for teenage girls. It is increasingly also a massive issue for smart men and women over 35 who are doing this whole compare and despair and beating themselves up and using social media to slap themselves. And like I say, it's also men. I work with a lot of men who are super smart and They might not tell their friends that they're worried about feeling that they left it too late or they're not confident enough, but they will tell me because I'm a career change advisor. So whether you are someone who's feeling that you you just feel too old, both for your existing industry or your new industry, or maybe you feel really intimidated by younger one, in your industry or the one you want to move into this is for you and here's the thing a lot of my clients all of my clients they're super smart people they're accomplished so just know first of all it's absolutely normal if you're doing this but it's an increasing thing and we need to talk about it so we can stop that shizzle just to be clear about what we're talking about um in terms of what do we actually mean when we say compare and despair. I got an email a while ago that pretty much nails what it looks like. So let me read it aloud to you and then you can see if you recognize yourself in this. Hi, Ricky. How can I push past the compare and despair roadblock? I.e. every time I find something that I'm keen on doing, I already see thousands of other people doing it over on Instagram. They're doing it way better than me and at a way younger age, and they are already so accomplished. So I think, why bother? Can I ever catch up? I'm a woman in my mid forties. End of email. Can you relate to this? Then I've absolutely got you, okay? If that doesn't sound like you, don't worry. i got tons of other podcast episodes you can listen to. But if you can relate to any of this, then keep listening. If you are an aspiring career changer or an aspiring entrepreneur in your mid-30s to your mid-50s and you are right now using social media as a sledgehammer to beat your self-esteem and your dream to pieces, as opposed to using social media as a tool for getting ideas, inspiration and doing market research, then this particular episode is for you. And like I said, if confidence or age is not an issue for you, then I've got loads of other episodes, but I really, really want to talk about this. Let's unpack this really juicy question, actually, in three ways. Number one, let's talk about how you can use social media as a research tool, not as a sledgehammer for your self-esteem, i.e. how to use social media, if you choose to use it, in an intelligent and compassionate manner. So it becomes a real practical tool for you, for your career transition, for your business, as opposed to the sledgehammer that you smash your dreams and self-esteem with, right? (laughs) Or to remind yourself how past it you actually are. Number two, let's talk about how you can use your age as a motivational factor and even as a selling point rather than a hindrance. So I'm 46, a lot of my clients are 35 to 55, even though I also work with, People who are a little bit younger than that, and a little bit older than that. So whilst I'm personally and professionally aware that age can be a stumbling block, most importantly, what I want you to know that as a matter of fact, I've seen again and again, both in my own business and in the career changes and businesses of my own clients. I've experienced again and again how age can actually become one of their unique selling points and also how powerful it can actually be to use your age to motivate and fuel your transition rather than an excuse to wallow. Number three, we'll talk about the, oh, but somebody's already doing that thing I want to do. Well, I'll show you why that's actually a bloody good thing. I would be worried if nobody was doing it, all right? So let's get cracking. Number one, use social media as a research tool, not a sledgehammer for your self-esteem or age issues. Now, first of all, humans have done social comparisons for many thousands of years. That's kind of how we're wired. There's nothing new about that. That's very, very normal. However, what is new and what has the potential to be incredibly damaging if you don't manage it, is that now we've literally gone straight from compare into despair by default. I.e., what's really dangerous is that people, when they go on social media, they automatically go straight from compare to despair. And that's the behavior I want to question. If you think about it, if you are not intentional and compassionate with the way you use social media, then it's really easy. To use social media as a sledgehammer for all of your confidence issues, all of your age issues, for pretty much any issue that you have, right? But here's the deal: what's so interesting. Do you remember when we grew up? So I was born in 74. So I grew up in the 80s in a small town in Denmark. I don't know about you. You know, even though I've been living in big cities for the majority of my life, you know, Paris and London, I grew up in a small town. And you might remember comparing yourself to your neighbor or to the other kids in school or maybe in your town. And then I remember every once in a while will go to Copenhagen. And you had these really super cool kids with their fancy trainers and sweatshirts and whatever. And you might beat yourself up a bit, but you wouldn't question your entire reason for being, right? You didn't automatically go from compare to despair. I remember you used to think, yeah, there might have cool trainers, but it's really polluted here. I want to go back to the seaside. <laughs> now... If you think back to your childhood, to your teenage years, you know, we, were, we might have compared, but it wasn't this whole kind of damaging thing. But what's happening, because we didn't have a very big pool to compare ourselves to. We might have a couple of magazines as well. You know what I mean. However, now with the advent of global, visual, unverifiable, as in anybody can be big in Japan, kind of social media, you've literally got the opportunity to compare yourself to every single person around the world who has access to social media, to the internet, especially those people who it seems to feature very much, who seem to be very beautiful, very young and seemingly very successful in their business, in their career. So that's why you want to be really careful. So we've just gone from comparing and then getting back to normal to going to taking it for granted that despairing has to follow comparing. Have you noticed? Let's change that. Here's what I always say to my clients who have that nasty tendency. Don't use social media as a sledgehammer. Use it as a research tool. And here's what I mean by that. When or even if, you know, not everybody should use social media or, or use a social media, but when and if... You choose to go onto social media. You're very, very intentional and you're compassionate with yourself. So you only log on when you have a specific purpose. If this is an issue for you, you only log on to social media when you have a specific purpose. So that could be to get business ideas, to do market research and to be inspired. You are in research mode that means you are in charge you know you are looking for things that you are seeking out the biggest issue I see is if people use people who have these tendencies to compare and despair they tend to get into to having issue because they use they're in entertainment mode when they use social media they just take whatever is thrown at them so change that to be in research mode so next time you're looking at someone who's apparently much younger or prettier successful than you in the field that you might want to get into, then instead of thinking, oh, why bother? I'm too old and not confident enough. Or I've left it too late. Instead, think, wow, thank you so much for showing me what I crave in a business or in a career. And instead of despairing, gather ingredients, gather elements that you yourself can use to design and create that ideal career or business for you. Literally break apart What is it about that business or career that person has got that brings out those feelings in you of you actually craving it? You know, that's a good thing. Take whatever you can. I'll have that bit of what she's having or he's having. Whenever you see something, don't despair. Grab it with both hands and say, hey, thanks so much. That's actually an ingredient or an element I'm going to include in my business. Now, clarification here. If someone makes you feel absolutely shite about yourself, then of course, don't follow them, don't seek them out. But that's not what I'm talking about here. What I'm talking about here is that milder adverse reaction that can actually be incredibly helpful when it comes to getting to know ourselves better, both in terms of what we want more or less of. So social media, when used as a research tool, can actually be a very good way to learn about what you might crave professionally, especially like a lot of the people who come my way. They've been in the same field for their entire career and they might be severely limited in terms of knowing what business or careers even exist out there right and that's whether you want to be an entrepreneur or an employee so when you might look at people's instagram profile linkedin profile or business website look at what is it that makes you slightly jealous but in a good way that that might actually be because that is what you crave more of professionally that could be ideas that you could use to decide what kind of career or business to actually start That is so much more helpful than to use it to beat yourself up and go straight into despair mode instead of being practically minded, all right? So use it as a research tool to give you ideas and to look at what you might be missing. That's so much more empowering, right? Be grateful that there are people who actually did make a change or did start a business that does have a career that can help you understand what you might want more or less of, don't use it as a sledgehammer. Use it as a research tool. Number two, use your age as a motivational factor and even as a selling point rather than a hindrance. So let's talk about age. The email I read to you at the beginning of this episode, that was one woman in her mid 40s. How old are you? And how do you think that many men and women over 35, they actually feel when they're scrolling through social media, specifically Instagram in this case. And all they're seeing are 20-something identical versions of a successful lifestyle entrepreneur or startup founder or life coach in Bali feeding their pooch avocado next to their massive pool. Most people feel absolutely shite. But do you know what another main reason for that is? It's because they cannot relate to those people. What if you made it your mission to become one more person your age, who's actually really visible on social media, whatever platform you choose, with an opinion and with the experience, with the solidity of a woman or man over 35 Because we need a heck lot more of us to be visible on social media, in the business world, in the world of startups. So rather than thinking, oh, I'm too old or too ugly or I left it too late, I'm not too confident. What I want you to think is be, become the person you wish you would see when you scroll through that social media feed you are not the only one who's missing that. I personally made a very distinct decision when I turned 40 to become a lot more visible on social media, with videos, with photos, with all that kind of stuff. Because I am so, and I was, and I am so tired of not seeing more people my age out there, putting themselves out there. And every time... If I personally get into that kind of, oh, I'm feeling tired, I look like crap today, or this and that, it's like, I just think about you listening to this podcast, you looking for someone your age, with your experience, that you can actually come to, who'll get you, who'll understand you, right? I want to be your hero in that sense. I know that you're waiting for someone my age, with maybe what I look and sound like, with my life experience, because you can relate to me, you know that I get you. Now turn that around for you, my friend. How many people do you think are waiting for someone who looks like you, sounds like you, who've who've got a business that they can buy from or who moving into a career where they can help and work with those people? Your age is an advantage and we need you. Turn it into one of your biggest motivational factors. Who do you want to be a hero too. We need more visible men and women on social media over 35. You might want to become one of them. So rather than hiding away and smashing your dreams to pieces with social media, come on, get involved. You have no idea how many people are waiting for breathing, living, real, realistic, and relatable role model like you. All right. Just think about that for a moment. Get out of your own head and get over yourself. Be there for other people who wish that they had a role model like you to look up to. And also for a moment, let's forget about social media just for a moment. Let's just talk about career change and the career change and entrepreneurship landscape full stop, right? There's so many people who are looking for someone their own age to work with or to buy from. So it's an incredibly powerful tool. Now, I want to get back to the age question again to talk about what I mean here, because what's interesting is that the lady who asked this particular question, she actually told me uh, later on, she joined my my career change program, Your Career Change Map, and she actually told me later on that one of the reasons why she'd chosen me and my program is because she really felt that I got her. You know, she's a woman over 35. As a matter of fact, she's in her mid-40s. I was a woman in my mid-40s. I experienced, I get her. She was looking at a lot of other programs that were actually run by people a lot younger with cohorts that were a lot longer and a lot younger and who had very different issues to her, right? The issues you are up against in your career, in your business when you were 35, they're very different when you're just straight out of uni or you're a footloose 25-year-old, Right? So think about that. That's why she chose to work with me. It was a selling point, my age, the experience. So turn that around for you, right? Especially if you're considering starting your own business, a fantastic idea could even be something like niching down to work with a particular age group that you totally get and understand and relate to. You don't have to, but that's just an idea. And I'm not saying you have to do this, but I think it's one of those really underestimated arenas and niches to look into. Right? So I really hope that you're getting the feeling that I I see you, I get you. You have no idea how many people are also looking to you to become a role model for them. Right? So use your age to motivate you. And even as a selling point, that's sure beach age wallowing, right? You have so much more ammunition that you can imagine. Let's go to number three. It's a good thing if somebody's already doing it. Number three was this whole thing around, well, somebody's already doing the business that I want to do. Somebody's already doing the business or there are tons of experienced people already in the field that I want to enter. You know what? That's a really good thing. That means that there is an existing market. People are already making money. You don't have to convince people they need you and the product. That's a good thing, especially if it's your first business that you're considering starting. You do not want to get into an arena that's brand new where nobody even knows they have a problem because that will take quite a while for you to build up and convince people about. And maybe that's not what you have the next two years to do without earning money. You want to go into somewhere where you can earn money right away, right? So just remember the fact that somebody's already doing it is a great thing. But it's also a unique opportunity for you because nobody is like you. You have a unique take on your product, on your market, on your service. And like I said, you can even niche down to a different arena, to a different client group, to a different market. There are so many things you can do. I I always like the story with Google. So Google actually used to be called Backrop. Back did you know that? And they could easily have said when they got onto the scene, oh, but Ask Jeeves has already got the market corner. Why even bother? But they still went ahead. And I mean, when did you last use Ask Jeeves versus Google? So just because somebody's already doing it, that's not a bad thing. That's actually a really good thing. People are paying money already and it's a chance for you to do it even better. Now, what I would say, I actually have a whole episode around this thing about what if my business idea already exists, or what I call this, someone is already doing it fallacy. So listen to episode 11 if that's a big issue for you, because it, it is actually a good thing if someone is already doing it. Then we can look at the minor differentiators, but that should actually, instead of putting it off, it should actually give you an extra hint that you're on the right track in something that might actually work for the market and not just you. All right, so let's recap. Number one, use social media as a research tool, not as a sledgehammer. So compare does not have to be followed by despair. Use social media as a research tool for getting ideas for your ideal business, for your career, for doing market research, and also for connecting with people, for using envy in a good way to learn about yourself, not as a sledgehammer for smashing your self-esteem and dreams to pieces. Number two, use your age as a motivational factor and a selling point Your age is an advantage. It should be your motivation. So don't compare and despair. Become the role model you wish was already out there. Become the role model that right now there are people waiting for. We need you. And number three, it's a good thing if someone is already doing it. That means there is already money being made. That means there's an existing market. That means that your transition will happen much faster and much more realistically. Now, I'm curious. This was quite a specific niche kind of episode. Did you find it helpful? Did you enjoy it? Now, if you're on my email list, then just hit reply to any of my emails and let me know how old are you? Did you like this? Do you want me to do more specific things around confidence, around age? If you're not on my mailing list, come on over to thecareerchangepodcast.com and sign up and then let me know what you want to hear about going forward. All right, over at thecareerchangepodcast.com. It's time to make the rest of your life the best years of your work life. You know, creating work that honors who you are at this stage in your life, that is also one of the fastest ways to become a role model for others as to what's possible at any age or any confidence level. And what could be more meaningful and confidence inspiring than that, right? I'll see you over at the thecareerchangepodcast.com. Thank you.